Well, I'm engaged is owner of a spreefleet, a squinchy, or some cree, or a hen, chance, firkin forger, a rev cannery, or a scrap wheel, oakleg neheren. It's in took on ochoid shag, a shift shade, brunagradum, like tort ahandest, eachtene, esuler, a tort yanta, a wildness, a hoogleg. May I say, first of all, dear Chief of Staff, and, uh, uh, and all of the other ranks that have been recognised, and also, of course, very significant with two Secretary Generals, uh, both uh, of achievements in their own way, gender terms, and the Irish Public Service, uh, and all of you, you're all very, very welcome this afternoon. I have to say, uh, as President of Ireland and Supreme Commander of the Defence Forces, as we come out of COVID, it's very great pleasure to be welcome you back to Oris and Uchtron. And it's refreshing to have those who serve Ireland and serve its people and serve the world as among the citizens whom I have the opportunity of welcoming first as we break away from COVID. I do want to say at the very beginning, to pay tribute to the outgoing Chief of Staff, Mark Mellis. Uh, Rear, Rear Admiral Dr. Mark Mellis, who will be retiring this month after a, a long and distinguished career in the Defence Forces. And his time and his achievements have been many, and he leaves a legacy of public service for which we can be very grateful. Uh, I have come to know Vice Admiral Mellet very well before his most at the position that he is now leaving, but he gives an example of the qualities and values which we celebrate and honour in the Defence Forces. He's been a, a generous role model to many in Oglignaher, and I recall, for example, the leadership he gave after I had accepted a designation by the Secretary General of the United Nations as one of the advocates for he for she. And his support of that in the in the armed service was incredibly important, and I know that he he will be missed by all of those who have worked uh, have worked with him. I should say, as passing as well, to all of you, and particularly the recipients and their families, the values that are in the in our services are ones that continue on through life. This morning, I had attended the funeral of uh, somebody who was the fourth generation of the travelling community who had served in uh, the very first detachment we had in the Lebanon, uh, Michael McDonough, and also was one of the people who was decorated. But talking to the families and so on, it is the family, the values that the people acquire and are encouraged in the Defence Forces, they go on to benefit the whole community even long after service has been given. It is perhaps, I think, that today we'll get for a most important occasion, and I'm so pleased to have had the opportunity of meeting you all outside. We're recognising special and outstanding <coughs> services by seven members of our Defence Forces. I think that there is no doubt whatever that, you know, when it's very, it, it, there is no greater recognition than to be recognised by your peers. And I think the profoundly important and positive contribution that has been made to the lives of people across the globe by all of our service men and women 
is consistently displaying bravery and professionalism, which makes our defence forces really something of which we get so proud in terms of the reputation that they have earned around the world. It does take a remarkable person then in such a setting uh, to stand out as an exceptional member, uh, particularly in an organisation rooted in a spirit of active participation and human solidarity. And so that's why it is so important that the very first gathering we've had after COVID here in Oldest Ruthrone, in which one in which we are paying tribute to these seven people, and how pleased is it, I am that they've been able to be joined by partners and friends. I think what they will all have shared, I think, are qualities of moral courage and respect, integrity, physical courage, selflessness, and that great phrase, loyalty, which guides and defines their work. So, may I begin? May I thank Commandant Liam Halpin? May I thank uh, Abel Mechanic here in Moynihan? Uh, Company Quartermaster Sergeant Pat Jordan, Sergeant Leona Houlihan, Abel Seaman Owen Keegan, Chief Petty Officer John Fenton and Private Damien Green for the brave and generous actions which have made them the deserving recipients of today's awards. Tris Liam Levis, Gimgagragas Banakdari, Duntam Batolichirth. And may I also take the opportunity, because near Shias Gagas Ganakar Nivakshivanayano, I want to take the opportunity thanking your family members, some of whom have joined us today, for the support that they gave you, the personal sacrifices that they made that made your exemplary service possible. I think we're particularly given the circumstances we've been through with COVID. I'm so delighted that we're also joined this afternoon by last year's award recipients, Corporal Paddy Bradshaw, Commandant Michael Cullen, Petty Officer Darren Mulvaney, Flight Sergeant Brian O'Keefe, Retired Sergeant Brendan Fennell and Sergeant Paul Halpin. Firkin Folchero you're all most welcome. And then two of last year's recipients were unable to be with us today, but they're in our thoughts, Corporal John Murphy and retired Sergeant Major Philip Hayden. I want to ask to convey to both of them and their families the, no- the knowledge that we are acknowledging them today also. All of those receiving awards today have displayed an instinct for original thinking, moral courage, human solidarity, an impressive refusal to shy away from challenges, not Duhlan the Rump, that marks out exceptional human beings. And each of these achievements we're honouring here today are singular in nature, reminding us of the many ways in which we can make a real and positive difference in our society and to the lives of those with whom we share that society. They are the actions that rise out of the regular. So whether risking their life to save the life of another showing compassion and concern for those undergoing a difficult or worrying time, offering their skills and qualifications for the greater good, making a courageous and split-level decision, maybe, in order to respond to a crisis, albeit in selflessly offering the life-changing gift of organ donation, or using their own experience in a sharing way to help others overcome personal difficulties. Each and every recipient has displayed such high ethical standards and integrity that motivates those who not only imagine but also work to realise a better world. So this gathering <coughs> is a joyful one. I guess a bakoke marksha kaluruk, 
When we've done all the formalities, it has to be a celebratory occasion, an important reminder of the integral role that Oglignaheri occupies in Irish society and the valuable contribution it makes to the cause of peace and justice across the world. And it's always about peace, because what we have are defence forces. Time and again, I have witnessed the professionalism and commitment of our members and their profound expression of solidarity with fellow citizens around the world. And you know, when I saw that Barry today of a member of the travelling community with his United Nations Barry, that admirable work across many years as United Nations peacekeepers and the vital role that you have played in many humanitarian search and rescue operations, your protection of the safety and rights of our citizens and your consummate and dignified performance at ceremonial events again and again has won you widespread respect at home and abroad. And most recently, your generous sense of solidarity through the key role you undertook in our nation's battle against COVID-19 the first to offer services and unremitting in the degree to which the commitment was made, your vital support to the health service executive during that time and your compassionate help to those attending the health centres across the country has placed you in our debt. We are in your debt. To all of you, we own enormous debt of gratitude. And while there were times in recent years and Sometimes, when the reputation of Ireland is challenged, its institutions are called into question, there is one area where it is never called into question, and that is where Ireland's reputation remains intact. It is in the contribution and the reputation of our defence forces, built on the work of exemplary women and men who have gone before you and enriched by the invaluable contributions of all those who have continued this noble work. That's why I, as Supreme Commander and as President of Ireland, do recognise at every rank, at, in every circumstance, all of what you do. You do so at a time when humanity is faced with unprecedented challenges of a global kind, be it climate change, a just and sustainable development that we try to achieve, responding to global poverty, hunger, bitter conflict, into all those situations, as officers and men and women of the Defence Forces, you play a critical role in protecting human rights, in providing secure foundations for peace, the most intelligent contributions, perhaps, in relation to post-conflict situations on which civil society, human rights and equality might flourish. Your work and positive impact in this country and beyond is valued, recognised and supported. So I want to know, at this time, whenever you see it, and sometimes on our television and the rest of it, of once again going abroad. This represents an enormous sacrifice by your families, and I'm aware how much they must forfeit in order that you continue with this critical work and the great anxiety some of them from time to time must experience during long separations when a spouse or a parent is working in what is being reported as an extremely dangerous part of the world. So today, as I and all of us pay tribute to seven outstanding members of our Defence Forces and acknowledge those of last year and those who can't be with us, let us all acknowledge all of those who work with such dedication to uphold the values on which Oakleigh Naherin is built. I express my concern too. I must say, as I have described it, how important it is that within that organisation the highest standards prevail. 
and I express my concern for the welfare of those women who so generously and courageously recounted their experience on the recent and greatly distressing Women of Honour programme. And my concern is, I know, shared by those who have responsibility for the safety, welfare and fulfilment of our Defence Forces personnel. And I welcome the fact that a review will now take place of the continents, not just of that programme, but my hope is of all of the issues or any issue surrounding bullying, harassment, sexual harassment or discrimination within the Defence Forces. And that is as it should be. And you are all the stronger for it. For it is when you can speak of shortcomings that one gains one's strength. I hope that the review is wide. I know that it will be. That it will be independent and inclusive of all aspects and all issues, irrespective of gender so that we can build even stronger with confidence on the forces of which you are making possible as something that is admired around the world. It is vitally important that our defence forces continue to uphold these values. Inclusive places, as I've said, to which people generation after generation will want to belong, according to each and every member, giving every member in every generation in every circumstance, dignity and respect, the dignity and respect that defines a truly ethical, inclusive workplace and that enables them with confidence to know that their talents and contribution are recognised. No false barriers will be erected on the basis of any principle of exclusion, be it gender, religion, sexual orientation or ethnic or class background. So our award recipients remind us that active citizenship will always call us to face challenges and obstacles with original thinking, courage and honesty, great humanity, flexibility, moral courage, if we are to play our part in the creation of a more equal society and a better world. And you are so much part of that and our best promise of it. And I thank and commend all of you. And I wish all of our recipients, their families and the future recipients Every blessing, Gwim Gagra, Augustanacht, Alha, Dumtaki, Igok, Nand and Seal, and Mega, Wind Aka Lesh, in every aspect of life in which they will flourish, I know. Mila Buikas, thank you very much. It's a great privilege to be here this afternoon. Bye bye.